0: welcome to the tech In podcast today we have with us we have christian we have marca uh, marcos we have jj also Hello. known as Exia, good evening good maverick evening. and new type nation on instagram uh most yep. of us can be found on tiktok <clears throat> i am jason robbins uh you can find me
1: Cool. Right. Yeah, you can go, find yeah, me yeah. on
0: Gumpla TikTok as Gumpla Demos, Instagram with JJ, um, New Type Nation, Maverick, uh Maverick Wolf at on Instagram and TikTok, and Christian as Venomous Fades on Instagram and creations. and uh and TikTok. Creations. You're venomous Fades on TikTok, right, Christian? Uh creations. It's
2: but oh, I also have a Facebook.
0: I forgot. It's linked yeah. to the Instagram, but no one uses Facebook anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, use I use mine Facebook in about three years. I mean, oh, I'll yeah, be honest. Know. I never post my GunPlus stuff on Facebook, but yeah,
3: I, no, like I did it when we did uh, the the GunPlus Academy, but that was it. Yeah.
0: Uh, but so uh, we're a um uh, we're GunPlus builders team, um, so uh. One of the things that we love to do is just build Gumpla and talk about Gundam and anime and all stuff in general. So, first up, I'd like to talk about the new uh, Gundam live-action movie. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well,
3: you know, it's going to be good because it's basically the way I look at it. It's it's made by the producer of King Kong Scar Island, and God say what? So it's it should be good,
0: right? Legendary uh, Pictures is behind is uh, behind the production of this. While we Netflix in the United States and China will be released under Le- Legendary Pictures uh, banner. What do you uh, what do you guys think about what the series could be?
4: Um, I think it could kick off once it starts to get more views and more people start enjoying the basically the the genre of what it's supposed to be It's like sci-fi yet also fantasy but it's still up for debate like who is who is going to be the main character who's going to portray as uh, RX-78 or as known as to us granddaddy Gundam
0: See, I think it'd be really interesting if it was a uh, if it was a because Gundam overall is no, for those who aren't experienced in the Gundam anime verse is that it's very complicated alternate timelines, and I would argue that they would be better off doing their own timeline as long as they uh, as long as they have the designs and the themes of. People of human of the human race going out in space and discovering new something new about themselves yeah. the, uh, for me like well, I can say you know like for those that don't know
3: and might cons- like there might be some confusion at one point because I have a friend who confused Gundam with uh, Robotech mm. Robotech was aliens against humans like mm. most of the sci-fi anime characters uh, cartoons back in the 80s were that you got the aliens the bad guys you got the good guys where the humans and you got the robots going on now gundam is just human against human against human and because what they do is like they, they go out let's say the world is getting into peril people spread country spread oh i'm the governor of my country and the world has what like many different countries and all them separate into one portion. and then they, they decide to become one. They make like one unit, oh, like uh, the Sions. you got the Earth Federation, you got the, you know a bunch of them, and they all get together and stuff. So they, one wants to attack, but I don't have the, the military power they have. So I'm going to make something that I can defend with myself. And that's when the Gundam comes up. And with that, you know, we have just to wait. But the movie should be good because, you know, it looks good, especially after a lot of people got hyped and Player One with when RX-78 came down and fought me- me- Metal Godzilla. Mm. That was the best part of it. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, but
2: I, you know, what, uh, what gets me excited about this whole thing is obviously growing up, there wasn't a lot of exposure to Gundam. I mean, Mm -hmm. unless, you know, you were really into it and, like, you kind of went through all the avenues to find the stuff on Gundam. But I remember growing up as a kid, well, we had Wing, and, you know, but, uh, I don't know, it never really caught my attention. Um, It did, but it didn't, I guess. Uh, And mostly because, I mean, one, I, I think for several years we didn't have cable. So it was kind of hard to watch it anyways. And so, uh, you know, the few episodes I watch, it'd be kind of hard to keep up with it. And so I think in our culture, unless you had cable, you really couldn't watch it. And so with Netflix, you know, uh, being around now and have a a lot, most of the population in the U.S. having access to Internet and Netflix now, it's really going to open the door for Westerners to really dive into it and get a look at something that they're really not familiar with um especially with gumpla becoming more and more popular i think this is gonna push it even further and catapult it into something that could possibly be really big in the future and that's really what gets me excited about this
0: And, and you know the 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 whole thing with gundam right now is that with Netflix, uh, especially with Netflix having uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Unicorn, it's yeah. really sad that Sunrise doesn't license out the rest of the guv- uh, Gundam series to Netflix, even though in Japan they do have it. So if you do have a VPN, B- yeah. you can watch the entire Gundam series, all of the Gundam series.
2: Yeah, but you also have to know Japanese because they're not subtitled so uh, do they <laughs> I,
0: I i think that they are all like they still have the coding for subtitles and stuff i don't know i don't have a vpn so i can't I, say
2: i already looked into i have a vpn so as soon as i found out that you could do that i went into there and much to my surprise there's no subtitles there's subtitles in japanese oh, that's you know so if you know how to read japanese and you're all set but you know unless if you don't know how to speak it or understand it or even read it then you know you're kind of you're
0: lost. <laughs> well i hope that nor VPN doesn't hear about
3: that i mean you, yeah. you know you, you just got to do with the subtitles or with the with the whole thing in japanese you just got to do what i do i look at it and i see the action going on i'm like okay okay he's that's all that matters know, and this is okay and this is okay and, and she's flirting with him and arguing with that one and okay
0: <laughs> so i mean when I, all, it all makes sense now <laughs> so when i first got in the gundam i would uh I was originally like the ho- anime hook for me was Dragon Ball Z, as it probably was for most guys in their thirties and uh, early twenties, well, late twenties, not early twenties. Um, but it was Dragon Ball Z that was the that was the, the drive towards anime. So when I would go, I would end up going to Suncoast at my local mall and seeing and just going and browsing the anime section for two hours i'm like oh gundam wing and then i saw videotapes of like gundam 0083 and stuff so like my first exposure outside of gundam wing was gundam movie three and let me tell you right now noah bright has a british accent and is a really bad one (laughs) it's like i tried to go back and watch it again and it's like oh I really want to watch the dub, but I can't because the voice is just not right. Especially since the guy who's been voicing Noah bright since, uh, after pioneer, uh, no, it wasn't pioneer. It was a different studio, a voice acting studio. But once a new voice acting studio took over Gundam, they changed the voice of Noah bright and stuff like that. So it's like, I can't, when I hear it, it's like, ah, I can't, Noah bright doesn't have a British accent.
2: Yeah. It's like carrying nails on a chalkboard it yeah. is
0: it really is yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like I prefer to watch the series over the movies <clears throat> even though the movies are better than the series <laughs>
3: yeah. you know it's like like for me what got me into Ghana was what my mother she put me into makeup she brought me up to watch an episode so I was just, I was a kid but problem with me back in the day when I was younger i I was always into like myself, like you will see me re- reading books and everything and people were like, you don't go out and play. I didn't have friends. I didn't speak Spanish. I spoke English. And this was back in Puerto Rico. So she brought me, she was like, come here, I'm going to show you something. So she put me the first episode of *Messengers*. And I started looking at it, I'm like, mm. the next day, every day, like every day after school at 3.30 in the afternoon, I will run through the door. And just on front of the on front of the TV like,
2: damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
3: and now. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, for me, unfortunately, like I was never big into anime. To be honest with you guys, like, anime to me is like I don't know. I, I liked American cartoons, you know. I I mm-hmm. watched a lot of American cartoons, but that was that was as far as it went. But as for anime, honestly. I, my whole, all of my cousins, because I'm an only child and all of my cousins were into Dragon Ball Z, into Naruto, Cowboy Bebop, and I remember I'd sit down with them to watch it and I was like, man, this stuff is boring, like, how could you guys sit through this? Like, I, I got something better to do and so I go play video games instead or do something else, you know, and then I met my wife and my wife's from, from Mexico, she's, literally from Mexico she immigrated to the US when she was like 10 years old I think and so I met her in college and she was a huge anime fan and I was like are you serious like you're into that stuff too and this is like once I'm like 21 22 mm. and at this point obviously we're not kids anymore. No and so I remember you know we'd hang out and she'd be sitting in my car and she'd be watching anime on her phone and I'm like what are you watching and she'd be like oh I'm watching Naruto and I was like what Why no, and she's like, but it's really fun. And so, I'd sit down and I'd be there with her, and we'd watch it. And not that it was pleasing towards me or anything, but uh, as a kid, I know uh, that you know, Gumpless had been around for a long time, and I remember going to stores and seeing them everywhere, and always like just wondering, like, how do you even build this stuff? You know, and to me, at first, I thought they were already like you know, action figures built in, and they were just in a box right and so as the years went by like my curiosity grew more and more but you know i ended up moving to california a few years ago and and like i kind of just focused on my work and it wasn't until this whole pandemic thing happened that it really caught my attention even more and i was like well what the heck let's give it a try And so I on my first my first kid, I was hooked. I was hooked. And my wife was like, see, you've been missing out so much, Uh, you know, with anime and all this culture and all these different things. And I was like, man, you're so right. (laughs) And so I, you know, I watch anime now and I watch, you know, Korean dramas and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, where the heck have I been all these years not enjoying any of this
4: under
3: a rock? uh,
2: Exactly. Right? Man. That's exactly how
3: it feels. Like. Uh, like me, like I got a friend of mine. He he used to watch like cartoons and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay. Then he was like, Yo, man, what you watching? I'm like, I'm watching Samurai X. He goes, What is that about? I'm like, about a samurai. He goes, like, Let sounds, me see, bro. <laughs> So like, he so he was like, okay. So you know, so then he started sitting down and watching it. And he was like but he has a reverse blade. And I'm like, yeah. Then we started from there and we continue. And we watched the whole series of Gundam Wing. And he's like, I love the Transformers look. I'm like, dude, I will kill you.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he goes, why? I'm like, did you see anyone say Autobots, Transformers? Into like, no, no, man. You know, I, I nice. was
2: one of those kids, right, man. I was one of those kids who was into Transformers. So, oh my God, I, I feel that kid's pain, man. I feel his pain, bro. And then now coming in into Gundams, you know. And it's funny that uh, I know that there's people who are into into building model cars and stuff like that, and they're also into Legos. And my cousins now they they give me they give me crap because they were big time into Bionicles. And I never really cared for Bionicles. I don't know if you guys ever saw this.
3: Yeah. Bionicles yes,
2: cool. I I grew up building those. Like whenever
4: I had a couple, right. After my parents bought them for like Christmas or whatnot for having good grades and whatnot, any oh. extra pieces I had, I just instantly built something even better than what uh, yeah. what was supposed to.
3: That's awesome. But, 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 you know, we got to also understand, you know, Christian, I think he's the youngest in the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How
4: old
2: are you, dude? 26. Oh, man, you're the youngest. Yeah,
3: 34. I'm glad it's not me. Okay. Well, I will not say my age. (laughs) 42. No, dude. 41 in july
0: you don't even hey, look
3: like close. that hey, you, you know. don't look
2: you definitely don't look half bad dude
3: you know, it, nothing it, weird it, your beautiful all, man you know you
0: know, <laughs> you know it,
3: it's all because of this you know this and full throttles I <laughs>
4: uh give me a second guys yeah
0: so, well, yeah,
2: yeah, I guess that was, uh, I guess we all had different introductions into the world of Gundam and Gumpla, you
0: know? But, well, I mean, my my initial was obviously Gundam Wing on Toonami. Oh,
2: uh,
0: yeah.
3: I remember when that hit Toonami, that was like yeah. fun to watch, especially like Toonami. You see the little robot thing.
0: Like... <laughs> well, it wasn't just that. It was when, like I said, it was going into Suncoast and realizing there was this much bigger universe. I mean, I, out of, just out of random chance, I was like, oh, this Gundam 0083 it should be just like Gundam Wing. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, it's completely different. <laughs> There's these Gundam movies? What are these? I guess I'll buy the third one.
2: <laughs> you know, I think that's kind of what, uh, what uh, pushed me away from it when I was younger, too, that mm-hmm. So, going back to the whole, when I first heard of Gundam, you know, when we finally did get cable, uh, the adults would always take over the TVs, you know, and they didn't want to listen to their novellas, they wanted to watch their sports, their soccer, and so they were always hogging the TV, so there was no way that I could even keep up with this stuff, you know, and so when I finally wanted to get into it, I realized that the Gundam universe is so freaking vast, so much so many uh, so many different series, so many movies at this point, and I, it's overwhelming, you know, especially for people who are just getting into it, and especially getting into Gumpla, I think that was one of the most intimidating things where you're like, where the heck do you even start? Where do you, how, what kit should I even purchase? Like, And then to add on to this vast world of Gundam and Gumpla, like, then you have the different sorts of grades and all the tools that you use that not necessarily that you need, but that make it even easier to build, you know, and it's I think for a beginner, it can be quite overwhelming when yeah. when you really want to dive into it. Oh, yeah.
3: it's, it's too challenging because when I started, like, when I started back in 2000, you didn't need that much tools, like, nowadays. Before, you yeah. just put them together, and that's it. When I got back into it now, I was like, shoot, panel line. Oh, <laughs> shoot, uh, Painting or this or that, you know, it's just a little bit of everything That one has to go through But you know, it's it's overwhelming. It's a whole different experience a different ball game if you Really want to try something out. I always say, you know start with something like if you haven't done it You got two. like for me. It was like either two choices. You either start start with an sd Mm. Gotta get the feeling of it, or jump ahead to the model that you like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I, I, my friend, my best friend, gave me an SD, and built the Bill Strike Gundam full package. I customized it with spray paint, and that was awesome, dude. That was my first customizing, getting back into the game. Then I built uh, Freedom, and then I jumped all around, and now. The last one I did was wait, the Goof Custom.
0: Nice. And this little wolf. <laughs> I mean, I, um, when, uh, when I was, you know, when Gundam Wing came out, I got the, uh, I did get some of the kits, but I had no idea you needed nippers. I had no idea you needed to <laughs> take care of nub marks. I mean, I, I have a video that's early on my TikToks. Um, that Where I showcase some of my 1100HG kits. And oh my god, the numbarks. It is just awful. It's just terrible. Because all I did was <laughs> cut them out with a hobby knife. I didn't have any idea what I was doing.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now I do know. Even though cutting them... Oh, sorry.
4: No, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It, uh, even though cutting out with the hobby knife, it does help out like after with the uh, cleanup, like if you have like bad nippers and they like leave a entire big chunk you can just use the hobby knife and literally smooth it out uh, the and thing I contour found it was... so that it fits
0: yep go ahead that, that's something we're going to have to get used to when we're doing virtual is talking over each other I'm sorry I <laughs> do no, no, good. good. I just
2: wait until someone's done talking yeah. when they pause I'm like, okay, that's
0: my chance. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> what well, like I can say, you know, like for some people that that I know, they start when they start doing kits, they use nail clippers, and that's yeah, how I've they of that. the runners. And then, you know, that's how like I almost started until my best friend goes like, here's a pair of nippers. And I'm like, and this is for they're like you <laughs> cut it off the plastic, and I'm like, okay. So that was okay. when, like, back in 2000s, I'm like, okay. So then I started cutting them off. But dude, when I started, the first time, my first kit when I started back in 2000, I actually popped the pieces off the runner with my fingers like
0: Right? I, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, mine were just as bad. Mine were just as bad, especially the no-grade wing kits that were at oh. Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, because that's all they had. I think I found, a G- uh, after o- 08th MS team came out on Toonami, I think I did f- find a Jim Sniper kit. And
2: yeah. that's the
0: thing, I've always been confused. Because an 08th MS team in the dub, they call them GMs. But if you watch the the most recent dub of any uh, any Gundam show or movie, it's Jim. So uh, it's yeah. like... So I just started calling them Jims, and I, I actually prefer that to be quite honest. Yeah, it's better
3: Jims it, it, it it, than uh, MS teams. <laughs> Um But yeah, so so
0: what do you got? Uh, so what kits are you guys building right now?
4: Uh, currently none.
3: Well, i
0: hey, you, out.
2: I'm going to start building my unicorn. Yay!
0: Hey. <laughs> Show show that. Show that kit really quick. I know you got it right there. Beautiful. The titanium. finish uh, titanium finish. Yeah. I'm interested to see how that turns out. Cuz I, oh. I I don't think I've seen like the actual titanium finishes of uh, some of the kits like the Sinanju and which I I will honestly as of right now until I get some kind of 2.0, I will not touch the Sinanju. Like regular, the regular version. Well,
2: I'll I'll let you know how my Sinatra turns out because when I bought the Unicorn, because obviously my wife, before I got even into Gundam, I guess my wife, I, I couldn't stop talking about it all through December. And so my wife just assumed that I wanted a Gundam for Christmas, which she wasn't wrong. And so she ended up getting me the Banshee. And this is all while I was watching Gundam Unicorn. And so when I saw that she bought me the Banshee, the one I really wanted to start with was the Unicorn. And when she got me the Banshee, I was like, man, I have to have the the Unicorn. And so I ended up ordering the Unicorn, and I was like, man, it'd be neat to have the, the Unicorn, the Banshee, and the Sinanju. And what made it even better was when I finally started looking for the Sinanju it turns out the Sanju is also a titanium finish. Mm -hmm. And so when I found it, the only place I had it was Gundam Pros. And I was like, when I saw it, it was like late at night. Uh, My wife was out with her sister doing I don't know what. And I was in my room by myself, and I was like, I'm about to make a bad decision, but I don't care. And so I placed the order, and she got home, and I was like, babe, I did something bad. And she was like, what the did, fuck you did you cheat on do? me? And I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, oh, then it doesn't matter. I was like, I bought another freaking Gundam. And she was like, wait, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was the, the last one. Thing. I was like, it said only one left in stock, and you can't find it anywhere else. And she was like, okay. All right. That's, that's fine, I guess.
0: I mean, as long and as your so, bills are paid, that's all that matters.
2: And so, listen, guys. This is why she was okay with it, because I told her it was the last one. So back in 2019 i don't know if you guys recall but marvel was selling i think it was 2019 or 2018 but they were selling the the iron man helmet at best buy uh, mm-hmm. it was that collectible iron man helmet i don't know if you guys ever I saw
4: think it so yeah
2: and I it was remember like 100 it. bucks and i wanted to buy it and this was uh like the year before our our wedding and she was like no you can't buy it because we're gonna get married and we need every single penny for the wedding and i was like all right, fine, whatever. And so when it finally sold out and we had some cash to buy it, it was turned out it was sold out. And when she looked on it on for it online, they were selling it for like five hundred dollars. And I was like, you see what you did, woman. And I was like, I could have bought this thing, sold. I could have bought two of them, resold it, and put that money towards the wedding. And she was like, okay, that's the last time I ever tell you not to buy anything. And so ever since then when I tell her it's the last one she's just like she gives me the dirty look and says, Just buy it. Just buy it. So, yeah. No, well
4: I, wait wait till she gives you the uh Alright,
0: show me.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well doesn't let's, didn't let's, uh, you uh, uh didn't else. she I'll end up getting a backlog it. of her own?
2: Yeah, she has it now. I mean, she has I think there's like three kits now, three four kits that I do backlog that she hasn't worked on. She started working on that, uh, what is that teddy bear one called? Uh,
0: uh, I can't remember, Rosie. A okay. guy. A guy.
2: A guy, something like that. So she halfway built that one, and she hasn't finished it. And then we've gone to Gunpla stores now, and both times that we've gone, she picks out a few more. And so it's like, okay, well, now you're doing the same thing I am. You're recording, right? so... It's not
3: a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm working on the Jesta high grade.
0: Oh, that's a beautiful just, cat. Uh...
3: I'm trying to do this. I just finished like I said, I finished the goose the, the goof custom. I finished that one. Hopefully either I decide to leave this one the way it is and paint it down the road mm-hmm. later on or I start painting it because I wanted to do like a Mandalorian colors on this one. Mhm. But this is one of my kids. I got some projects going down the road. I got I got me yesterday. I got me the uh, Endless Waltz Dead site 100, uh, 1-100 from an auction, a Gundam auction. <laughs> like we show you guys. I already see your eyes, AJ. I already see your eyes. Man. Look at that bad boy. Nice.
2: Where do you even get brand. these auctions at?
3: What auctions? Like the Facebook, uh, it's from Gunda Gunpla. I mean, live Gundam auctions, oh, and he's yeah. on Facebook and on Twitch. So just send me the
2: link if you don't mind, so I can get into yeah. this
3: because that's pretty dope. Yeah, dude, that was like when I saw that it was brand new inbox, not touching. I'm like, fine. How much? Is I it? want it. And I, I and it. I and I saw the price. Larger bid at 35 and it was already going for 45 and I'm like no 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 50 no no 55 56 57 58 59 59 going once 59 like 61 <laughs> <laughs> the other guy that had the most bid goes like I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> for Damn. that, I got the winged burka, which is my master's project for late July, beginning of August, in memory of my mother that passed away. That's awesome. And just became a dad again from this little dude on April you 1st. Should...
4: What would be a good... Um a good idea for when you do start building the wing?
3: No, well, do you
4: like, add colors that your mom liked?
3: Well, um, that will be kind of like difficult, but I can see what color she liked, but I'm thinking about leaving that burka the way it is just because it's that. I already got a real grade wing zero here that I might just paint that one certain color because I'm going to put the Verka over her ashes like looking to her ashes that's going
4: to be cool that would be nice so I'm um... speaking of wing let me show you how mine is you could like how I have mine post. you can actually have it just like how you're saying like looking down to the ashes
3: Oh, you, you mean kneeling down? Yeah.
4: Wings okay. up high. Alright,
2: that's good. I can't wait to get to my wing in Yeah. it would be
3: pretty nice to build one well, too. Well, what, what I'm thinking also of doing is ordering the extra wings for the, for the Vorka, the, the addition of like the add-ons. They're like, they actually, uh, the wings were falling, like if there were petals falling down. That's that's the one I'm I'm thinking about doing.
4: I think those were like kit bashed, but um, with multiple wings from either the real grade or another master grade wings. Yeah, I don't know if I have to take wings. Yeah, the kind of.
3: Yeah, you see me if I have to take the wings off the uh, SD and the real grade, I'll do it (laughs) (laughs) just to make that effect. But you know, it's good. You know just to go through, but let's see what goes on from here on, but, you know, it's good to have like guys to to collaborate and get ideas with from, you know, like, with you guys. You, Keith, Alex, Alvaro, um, Biscuit, which I don't know his name.
0: I think it's Shogun. His name is Shogun. Let me see. I'm pulling up the... uh, the Shogun Hebe on um, on Instagram. Yeah, so you know all the guys that are
3: collaborate with each other and you know help out. You know, last time like I met JJ when he was doing the, the giveaway. Yeah, you know. I met... You all met JJ from that. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, the
4: that
0: one I, I think. I think yeah, it's just I, uh, I I on Instagram I just searched like hashtag Gumpla. And because I know I was uh, I w- I had liked your profile before the group far- started, um, well not like but followed your profile on Instagram before the group started, um, not even knowing about it, just be like oh who Instagram is like the perfect place for this type of thing because I was trying to find an outlet like a good outlet for posting my stuff so that I could get feedback criticism or just you know attention. Because, you know, attention. <laughs> Who doesn't like attention? Right, right? <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: So, yeah, um, which I still haven't gotten your sticker yet.
2: Dude, yeah. I don't know what the heck is going on. I mailed them, and everybody keeps telling me the same thing, so I don't... Like yeah. I said, if, if they don't show up sometime next week or something, I'll just mail them again. I have a bunch of them, so it's not a big deal. So... Uh, and I'm working Can on... I get a sticker too? Oh, I, I asked for everyone's information. You never sent me anything. <laughs> so send it and I'll mail it uh, That was probably when I was busy. Hey,
3: you know, you, know, you, you, so. you got to send that to the war zone.
0: <laughs> well, you can't now. It's already blown up. <laughs> so uh, I've been working on the perfect grade GPO uh, GPO-1. It's the first perfect grade I ever got. Thank you, Stimmy. Thank you, U.S. Government. Um, <laughs> um, it's you know one of my thing. One of the things i even with this being an early perfect grade kit, just it even though there's a lot to assemble, it's so like everything is so functional about it. Like it's easy to assemble, but there's a lot of it there. Um, Even the transformations of the Core Fighter. I mean, I'm only at the part where I'm at the Core Fighter 2. I'm just now building, like, the body section that would go over that. Um, But um, we're talking about uh, also kits that we're going to be working on next, and I decided to bring mine out. I am working on the most useless mobile suit in Char's (laughs) counterattack. The Rika Z. Yeah, I don't know what it is about this kit, or about this mobile suit in general, but when I was a kid, my mom would sometimes go to the local Kmart and just get me Gundam figures, and there was one time where I was like, where I saw one that I didn't recognize, but I knew it was like mobile suit Gundam, and it was the Rika Z, and just the beam saver on it, it looks so massive, and it's like, how is this, and then when, later on when I watched Char's counterattack, i how is this considered a inferior mobile suit? Oh, that's why. they try to make it into a Zeta that isn't like an actual Zeta. It's more like the Delta Plus or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. more instead of... It's, it's colored like the Zeta, but more like the design of the um, Hayaku Shiki. Just with an attachment attachment on it. Which, yep. Hayaku Shiki is an amazing suit, and I love it. I really want the MG of that. Like, if there's one MG that I really, really want, it's it's the, Haya, it's the Hayaku Shiki 2.0. For, For sure, Sh- I think, uh, a badass,
2: I, so I have uh, a lot of the gumplas that i wanted so far, I think. And even some that I really, never really thought of. But, uh, I don't know, I don't think there's a... Uh, a uh, gunpla out there that I kind of really, really want at the moment. Maybe I don't know in a couple months, but with the kits that I have, I think it's enough for the mm-hmm. time being. Um, and I just really
0: want the Saussure. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a really good kit. I mean, I would say it's not my favorite kit that I've built. I'd ha- I'd have to go with Heavy Arms as the is my favorite kit the kit that I built so far um and we'll see once perfect grade is done and how that all is but i don't like to speak on kits that i'm currently working on mm-hmm. but a- as completed kits go my favorite is probably heavy arms just there's so much detailing options between the missile pods and the gal- and the chest gatling that um it's just it's just so cool it just looks so good especially top coated What's your uh, What's your opinion on the Heavy Arms 2.0? Um, which was the Heavy Arms 2.0? Because um, the uh, blue one, the blue one, that would be a Peavey I custom, and it's the same exact thing as the EW was well, um, Endless Waltz, uh, as the Endless Waltz version of the um of the Heavy <laughs> Arms. Except that it's different color and it comes with an extra set of gatlings, and they attach to the arms. Like those; those are the major differences. Um, Because the EW that that you just get standard has the gatling gun, but you have to you have one uh, the later version of the master grade hands, which Mm -hmm. are awesome. Don't get me wrong, and it holds it up fine, Um, better than any of the early MGs, but. yeah, I want the custom. to be quite honest, because I do like the color palette of that better, with the blue and with the blue and yellow, rather than the orange and blue. And
4: I think it has an extra pair of uh, Gatlings in its chest. Yep. Instead of two, it comes with four.
0: Well, it has two Gatlings in its chest, but it has the four Gatling gun arms, so it, uh, each arm gets two Gatling guns. Yeah. I've watched so, a lot of Gundam in my day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Especially Way. Which is the
3: kit that you will like for it to be made? Do we have a redo or make a master grade out of it?
4: Exia already has too many, so that's out of the option. Exia needs uh-uh. a Exia.
0: friggin' 2.0, goddammit. Like the original Exia, not the double-O Razor, but the original Exia needs a 2.0 right now, especially since you have Dynamez, Kyrgios, and Virtue. There, that's all. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Virt- about you? Oh. The Virtue Exia, still
0: is yet to be made. The original Exia is is a bad kit it's it's a bad kit it can't hold the main sword up straight and the ankles on it and all not just the ankles but all the joints all the joints are terrible on it It, it, it's bad (laughs) i have nothing but bad things to say about this kit
3: (laughs) what about you jay
0: Hmm? I don't know, man. I think I'm I'm
2: fairly new to this, so it's kind of hard for me to like really say, like I think I'm just getting uh, my toes are just barely touching the water in this whole Gumpla thing, and so so far, I guess I've just purchased kits of the Gundams that I've seen, you know, the Gundam series that I've watched. So I don't know, and and thus far, you know, all the ones that I that I really have enjoyed and really like are the ones that I've purchased. So it's kind of tough to say. I mean, and again, there's see that's I guess that's the problem when trying to get into this sort of hobby. There's just so much, you know, that you have to do research and kind of really get to know. Uh, oh. There's so many kids. like you, what you guys just said with the Exia. There's so many kits out there, and so like I don't know. It's just it's tough to really kind of put a finger on to exactly what I would want to see built. But yeah, I, I mean
3: i want to build
2: my be. my unicorn <laughs> really?
3: and this is lobby, so yeah that's good because you know those were the first ones that i saw as master grade like uh titanium and shiny i saw of them. i'm like mm, okay so i've been looking there's been making a lot of model kits into master grades but They need to make a model, a, a master grade of the Earth Three Gundam, the Core Gundam, with the Earth with the Arbors. Make it into a master grade. That is a beautiful kit, you know. Especially when I saw the series, I saw Burning Divers, uh, um, Build Divers, then I saw Tri Fighters, and I'm like, okay. Then when Build Divers Re-Rise came out, you actually get to see what happened in between that timeline when you see one another. And I'm like, okay. Because at the end of uh, Build Divers, you get to see that fight between the Build Divers and the Build Divers Re-Rise when they're training to go to to the mission in the the space center. I'm like, okay. So with this one, you get to see the Earth-3, the Mars, unit, the Mercury, the Venus, the Neptune, the Jupiter one, and it's different. It's just one little unit with a bunch of armor that he becomes a big guy.
0: Well, the nice thing about those kits too is that they can uh, they transfer so well between each other, because you can put one core uh, Core Gundam into another, so you can put like the the Titans version of the Core Gundam into the jupiter core gun uh core gundam armor set and it still fits and that mm. and that they're i i would i would love to see a masquerade of that kind of stuff i'm not really into the build fighters stuff too much just because i i've never been in the anime series um and yeah. typically if i if i were yeah that's nice that is nice that's nice that is nice sorry jake <laughs> oh,
2: you know, actually, I saw that on your uh, IG the other day. I, I did. I was looking and I was like, "That looks pretty cool."
0: So, my kind, my whole point, my whole thing is that when you're tri- when you're getting into this, if you, it obviously you have to have a, a history of Gundam at some point. Start with the kits that you find appeal to you. So, if it is you want to get into Gundam Wing. Don't matter. Don't care about the necessarily the um, the quality of it. If you want Epion, but you don't want to get the MG Epion, go with a fucking no grade. Who cares? Yep. Just go with what you what you think looks good, and what what your aesthetics say. Because after that, it really doesn't matter. You're just gonna want more. (laughs) Or your budget at that point, right?
3: and also you know what a lot of people are afraid of is like oh i'm too old or nah man there's there's always time for a hobby exactly yeah just find, just find something that appeals to you if you were a kid and you used to love legos look, what, look from legos look where we got to gundam you know and you know right now look at it you know oh, we're too, uh, I'm too old to build a Gundam. Dude, they just built... Old guys build a Gundam in Japan and they're building one. For real?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, think, I think I can relate to that. I remember when uh, I started getting into anime, I thought I was like, hey, am I not too old to like just barely get into this? And she was like, so? She's no, like, you but... like what you like and it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it, it comes down to personal opinion or personal preference. Like, if another 30-year-old much ra- would rather spend his time out clubbing than building that's his choice But if your choice is to build you know a, a gumpla then go out clubbing then do what you want to do You know everyone right? has their taste and everyone has what they're into and and I don't think that should stop anyone But yeah, I think uh, I think that's another big factor as to I think why a lot of Americans probably aren't into gumpla I think they're seen as toys, unfortunately, and so I guess to to a certain extent they are toys, you know. But like it, there's there, there's a it's a great feeling when you build something with your own hands, you know. It is. You know you put it together, and especially when you get into customizing, you know, between you know painting and and panel lining and scribing, like the the stuff that you can make with them, it's it, it really it's up to you, you know. It's yep. it's what you want to make of it. Mm-hmm. yeah you know, no one can tell you how to build your gumpler. like you right. do what you want to do with it.
0: Yeah. So, anybody who like does really. tell anybody who does tell you how to build other than like giving like friendly tips, friendly yeah. tips is one thing. but like anybody who's trying to say you have to panel line your kit. No, you don't. Just put it out there. Have fun with it. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Who gives a yeah. shit what I think? Who Just gives a get shit what anybody know. else thinks?
3: You know, for yeah. me, you know, and for me, is it's complete. Like I don't want to, you know, hope not to offend nobody because I'm a gamer as well. So, but I'd rather my kids grow up and start doing model building than be on a uh, on a screen twenty four seven.
0: Oh, 100%, yeah. That's fair, I mean, especially with all the shit talking that goes on there. Yeah, because
2: I think oh, uh, yeah. the, the world of video games have be, has become so toxic. And I don't know. Like I, I'm a gamer, too. I love to playing video games. But like Marcos just said, I'd rather have my kid learn to do something with his hands and actually use his creativity and his imagination than sit down like a zombie and play for five, six hours straight, like I'm sure yeah. all of us have done that I agree. You know, so, I remember I agree.
3: You know, I remember when I was a kid, the first thing I used to do was build uh forts in my living room. In my room. Then my mom or my dad would come into the room. What the hell is going on here? And you see like <laughs> a bunch of like uh, blankets tied up here over here. And they're like Where do I walk into? You need the password to get in. <laughs> and then, you know, growing up, then I started, you know, once I kept on growing up, I went and worked construction. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm actually doing something with my hands, you know. And I talked to one of the foremen that was working with me because I heard him talk, What I heard his ringtone, and it was like anime. And I'm like, you watch anime? He goes, like, why? Is there a problem? I'm like, nah, man, I'm an anime dude. He goes, what you watch, Bleach, Naruto? I'm like, Samurai X, Cowboy Bebop, Troy And he goes like Ooh. He not the good ones. And, then, yeah, <laughs> and then he was like, Okay, so we start talking and I'm like, What got you into you know, doing this? He was like, Well, I've always been smart, but building stuff was my my fort, my forte. So I went to school just so I can build and now I'm building houses. You awesome. know, if You love something, just go for it. You know, yep. like it's it's like with this, with this Gundam community and other kids. You know, anything you like to do, like it has to be plastic. If you have the passion for it, go for it. Yep. Don't let no, don't let nobody stop you because they might. Oh, uh, you shouldn't do that. They're gonna try to stop you, but you do it anyways because if they didn't do it, it's because they were too afraid. You just went ahead of, ahead of them.
2: Yeah, there's naysayers everywhere you go. Everyone's mm-hmm. gonna tell you not to do something for whatever reason it is. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if you have passion for it, don't let anyone stop you. You oh. know, I, I for me, I think uh, Gumpla was a or has been an escape because obviously I'm doing it now. But I think last year is probably one of the most stressful times for me with work and everything and and. I needed something to escape and kind of get my mind off of things. And I think Gumpla has been very therapeutic, very, uh, very soothing. And I don't know, man, it's just, it's been an awesome ride for sure.
3: Yep. I'll be right mm-hmm. back.
0: Yeah. No, um, So, you know, we're really, uh, you know, obviously other than being a kid and being into the toys and stuff, um, what really made me get back into Gunpla about a year and a half ago, my my fiance passed away. So I I was trying to look for something that, you know, a new hobby, because I love build because what started out was I love building computers. And I, and I built my own computer finally and uh, I realized this hobby is super expensive I need to so- find something else <laughs> that I can build that's not going to cost me $1500 one shot <laughs> Yeah. 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 Crazy. so not knowing what every uh, the new grades and stuff I, uh, I got a real grade RX78 granddaddy now, I, per- I purposely pronounced that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I purposely pronounced that grand without the D. And so it's Grandpa <laughs> RX-78. Um, I got the real grade and I did a terrible job holding it. Will you stop? I'm in the middle of he sh- something here. He's shaking his tail. Look at him. He still she has- is... She's a coonhound, so, yeah. (laughs) That's Dixie, everyone. (laughs) I kicked
2: kicked my baby Luna out of the room because I was like, I can't
0: have you here. You're jumping all over the place. Come here.
3: The The iconic pose. pose. The iconic pose.
0: So, anyway, um, so I, I, I started building... (laughs)
2: That <laughs> seems like she starts
0: when
2: you start. Right. <laughs> she's looking. It, it's bed. The, the problem camera. is that bedtime was
0: 53 minutes ago. <laughs> oh no. Um. Anyway, so uh when my fiance passed away, I started. <coughs> my first kit was the RX78 Real Grade, not realizing what that was, and I didn't buy nippers. <coughs> I didn't buy nippers. I just cut them out with a hobby knife. Mistake! Because the damn thing did not hold together. And currently, out of two, uh, I have two box kits that I didn't like that I absolutely took off the shelf. And the RX-78 real grade it's not a hand grenade necessarily, it's a hand grenade to a novice. Oh no. But, um, and oh then boy. the flag, uh, the Union flag, which I I don't like the flag design. Other than Gundam, Double-O designs can go, can go away. Like the flag <laughs> and all the other ones.
2: Yeah, the flag is a little, I don't know,
0: it's... scrawny.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not my cup of tea.
0: I mean, I like the Double-O Gundam kits. Like, the Gund- uh, Gundam 00 designs. But all the other mobile suits?
2: I feel like we have <laughs> seriously deviated from Jason's uh, plan of how this podcast was supposed to go.
0: <laughs> I mean, best laid plans of mice <laughs> and Met, man. <laughs> At least you're talking. You know
3: you know, one thing is for sure. We have actually touched a bunch of subjects and, eh, almost an hour. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. You know, but but the best thing is, you know, we actually you know want to let people know that the Take it down Syndicate it's running around redoing our bills You can follow us on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram. Whoever of us has the Instagram. Hopefully YouTube in in the future. Hopefully YouTube. I got my YouTube channel. I haven't posted anything, but I got it there. Just hoping soon that I will start, you know, especially when I get my airbrush working again.
0: I hear that.
3: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, Yeah, you know, after I get that going again, but... You know, the best thing is that, you know, we are four of us right now, but we're, like, I mean, right here on the podcast, but most of us, were like, what, seven or eight, basically. Because we got Alex, Keith, and uh, Alvaro missing, and Biscuit. 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 I I don't know. I don't
2: know. I don't know if he's too happy about me calling him Biscuit, but I told him I didn't care.
0: <laughs> I mean, if that's we a playing... really enduring name if you know what it's coming from.
2: Exactly. This but see, he has. I don't think he's watched Double uh, uh, O, honestly. Yeah. Maybe, yes. I don't know. But
0: Well, I mean, that's IBO, so he needs to watch IBO if he's really good I mean, right, my, my bad. bad. I mean, he dies halfway through the series, but.
1: He doesn't. He needs to understand.
0: Biscuit that, doesn't die that... no. Wait, 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 wait. Biscuit dies he in
4: did. the last episode of season one.
0: Yeah, halfway, yeah, halfway
3: through season. <laughs> <seasons. laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean B- he was the B- more biscuit is like he was like the the glue to the team, you know? After Biscuit died, like everything just fell apart.
0: Mm-hmm. Well Everyone of Everyone died idea. after Biscuit died.
2: <laughs> the biscuit was
0: the heart of the series, and when he died Orga's right now, so. more, uh, Orga was more uh, more infatuated with becoming the Sovereign of Mars, so they went from being protectors to aggressors. So they yeah. went from being the good guys to the bad yeah. guys, even if they didn't change from being the protagonists to the antagonists.
2: They went from making bad choices to making really bad choices.
0: Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. And that was the yeah. point yeah. of the He-ish series. Trick. And I know everyone wanted to have a happy ending I with... See. Oh, I'm sorry, Christian. Uh, I have to say, he was tricked by. Uh, tr-
4: oh, I keep forgetting his McGillis. name. But, McGillis. McGillis. Uh,
3: uh, yeah.
2: I don't think he uh, knew
0: exactly uh, what he was McGillis,
2: getting into. Yeah. I, was just, yeah, I think
3: so too. Yeah, well, you know, the only one I can say that was actually tricked into something was Mika. Well,
2: Mika,
4: yeah.
3: Because if Mika didn't get into the Barbatoes, they would have not been, you know, the way they were, and then Orga would not be like. Because every time that something went on, Mika go, and he will go. But Mika just did. Mika was for me. If you look at Iron Blooded, Mika is just another uh, hero. Yuri, focus the same way.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he just mm-hmm. wanted
2: he, he wanted, I guess, uh, a sense of security, something he never had, you know. And and I, I just feel like that was his flaw. Like he just wanted to be part of something and and be in peace at one point. <laughs> and well, he's at peace now, just not the way he envisioned it, I guess. Yeah, I think Techn- it was because it was Techn- always
0: it was always to. Um, to create Orga's vision. And even if it didn't yeah. happen in the way that they thought it would, the surviving members of Tekken that left that day uh, did end up having good jobs, having good careers in mm-hmm. different areas. They might not. Yeah. They might have had to change their name and stuff, but the point is is that Tekken did live on even if it wasn't a name. It was... Mm-hmm still the philosophies, even if Orga was, he was a, what, 17, 18 year old trying to navigate his own business in an era of child, where child slavery was okay.
2: And, you know, I think, uh, I think, uh, a great thought or an awesome thought would, is that, you know, maybe Tekken still lives on, you know, even with, uh with the, the boss members, I guess, being out of the picture, maybe the survivors kind of chose to keep it going in a way, you know? And I mean, I don't know if there's manga out there because I haven't pursued it, but, you know, it would be pretty cool to kind of keep up with the story even after this last season, you know? Yeah,
0: and I think the major point to that is that despite them being the antagonists of the second season overall I think it's to enforce the point that they weren't just in their la in the actions that led them to their demise but overall the philosophy of what they were going for I mean these were basically child slaves yeah that were right. forced to have uh, that were forced into grueling conditions and that's the thing that Gundam no matter which timeline you're talking about, does well is talking about different social issues of racism and stuff. It may not be black versus white, but it's space noid versus earthnoid, um, human debris versus uh, versus Galahorn, whatever. But ultimately at the end of the series of, of Iron Blooded Orphans, the all the changes that they wanted to make throughout the series did eventually happen between um, Cordelia and I can't remember the guy the guy who was technically the villain but the protagonist of the second season is just why it's so confusing
2: <laughs> well the whole thing I guess you know they, they were trying to for IBO yeah they were trying to
0: that
2: eliminate to the be... inequality sorry. sorry JJ oh sorry dude my bad Go
4: on. Go ahead. Uh, Basically, the main protagonist that's supposedly in the second one is MacGillis's best friend that he supposedly killed. Oh yeah. Yep.
0: Um, golly golly. (laughs) That's how I remember. uh, Galio, Galio. I remember. Chocolate man and.
4: Gilly Golly. <laughs>
3: yeah But you know But other than that You know Gundam shows you Like different Aspects of the world And different Times Because It gives you wars It gives you Poverty It gives you Like This rich family He's trying to take over This and,
2: It shows but, you The inequality that exists You know Maybe even in our times I guess you could say You know mm-hmm. It, where the wealth is very disproportionately, that is true. Uh, you know, it's distributed. Like, I guess. Yeah, I it's
3: like like it's right now, look, look at a unicorn, and unicorn. You had a kid that it didn't even that he didn't even know that that machine was programmed with his DNA, and that he was being taught how to find the box. And do the things he did from his father back before his father even disappeared from his life.
2: You know, another crazy mm-hmm. thing that I think uh, Gundam really does a, an awesome job—if you, I guess, pay attention to the details—is how they kind of uh, they demonstrate how I think most people a uh, society like they don't pay attention to the outside world. Like we're we're in this bubble where. We live comfortably, just like the people in these cities, you know. And then you have the human debris and and stuff like that, and you know, whichever Gundam it may be, like for the most part, people inside these bubbles don't understand what's going on on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, these wars that are being fought, the way they take advantage of other people and their resources, and so it's. I think if you really pay attention, like it's it's a huge eye opener for for a lot of us. You know that, like. If you allow it to happen like it's it could be it could be pretty bad you know we, mm-hmm. it runs rampant and inequality does exist maybe not so much in our bubble but in other parts of the world or even in space you know apparently or mm. according to Gundam like it's, it's there you know but we're, we're shelled from it we're protected from it
0: war is always bad yeah <laughs> that's what Gundam says mm-hmm. war bad it is, and it's obviously more than that, but it, it's also oh, that, the. Worst are bad. Well, I mean, it, it's hard not to think that sometimes it's just so simple when they have all the new type stuff. I mean, Gundam narrative really fixes the new type stuff, um, but I guess with with a lot of a lot of Gundam, it's more of just. About trying to understand each other. With understanding comes less conflict. Because you understand where the other person is coming from. But it's always Earth versus space. And Earth. Even in the original Gundam series. Is the bad guy. Even if Zeon is a. Is a mock up of Nazi Germany. It's still. The Earth Federation is not really that much better.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're just like them but
0: just know, like them but
4: a bit more different
3: yep well you gotta remember you know, they're, they're the ones that actually have the planet where the other are just floating away in space
0: well everyone deserves the same rights though and that's mm-hmm. the whole point point. and I mean the whole new type thing is just an allegory for trying to understand other people's pain and suffering because with understanding comes peace because knowing what the other people, what the other person is feeling is, is understanding someone to their core. And that's the whole point of new types is that they understand without actually talking that, you know, we're all just the same people. We're just trying to move through the world. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why like if you look at Wing, the who sacrificed
3: everything just so they can have peace at the end. Hero just like sacrificed everything. He almost killed himself and at the end he was like, Oh, I can't shoot you fine. Boom. Took over. like took he didn't even kill the president, but you know, he shot like Mm. towards the side. He just looked at her and like, Bam, you're dead. Anywhere, like it's over. He went and he sacrificed himself. After that, nobody saw Hero again. The manga say that he was put to sleep.
0: Well, it and... was. Well, Hero survived, but uh, Zex was the one that was iffy until Unless Waltz. Because Zex actually saved everyone by destroying the core of Libra so that it wasn't like as big of a block that was coming down. But I mean, in almost every Gundam series, when you uh, when you come down to it, the original Gundam series starts with uh, how Zeon dropped a colony on Sydney, Australia. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gundam X is about how the space colonies ended up dropping several colonies on Earth, creating the after-war era. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even when you come to Iron Blooded Orphans. The whole universe is set up based on mobile armors that people that humans created that ended up going rampant. I mean, each one has its own theme of. I wish they really would have touched on the on the uh, armors more. Like I, I feel like that it should end. The series should have ended with a mobile armor, not with McGillis's rebellion. Yeah. If I have one critique of that series. Yeah. That's how it should have ended. It should have been McGillis' rebellion, and then the mobile armor. But now, who am I? I'm just a guy in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. All right, guys. Just... Any last thoughts you have? No, nah, we know, know we just um... rambled.
3: Well, other than, I think we we touched uh, who who, want, who we wanted for the pilot of uh, RX-78.
0: <laughs> so, yeah but that's most, what we start out with we never finish that
3: <laughs> yeah you know most you know I know most of you guys wanted Tom Holland me I would say Tom Cruise would look good but uh,
0: cool. I cannot <laughs> argue that you know Edge of tomorrow is one of my favorite movies of all time and he is spectacular in it I may not I I can divide a person from their actual from their work and as a as a fellow quasi filmmaker cuz i have made mm-hmm. one movie <laughs> um i can attest to tom cruise's devotion as a filmmaker to making the best thing possible as an actual person he he can he can go away yeah. the the person <laughs> of tom cruise outside of working yeah no thank no. you
3: yeah but you know anyway glad, um this hope you know everybody like this little podcast for once you know it's the first one so don't blame us you know don't judge us you know it's like everything everything starts you know cricket but then it goes smooth you know just be patient and you know and you guys will see a bunch of us again you know doing more podcasts and everything so stay around and keep looking for uh team tech Syndicate.
2: civic you? yeah what's up? oh sorry I, <laughs> out, guys. I was I was so infatuated with uh, Marco's voice so yeah uh, stick around uh, hopefully we can turn this into uh, into something awesome I mean obviously we're nothing but a bunch of gumpla lovers we love our Gundam and our gumpla and uh, let's uh let's keep creating and talking and just having fun you know that's what it's all about. Yeah,
0: Christian. Uh, basically, what
4: Marcus, Marcos, and what JJ said. We're just starting off. We're just now touching on the basis of this podcast. We're not. We just starting, so we can't really do or say much. So, totally. like, we're just touching, like the dipping our toes. <laughs> in the, the waters of the mm. podcast
0: yeah. All right, for me, um but just all make, in all, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Christian. <laughs> no bad. were
4: <What> you <laughs> saying? all in all, hope you hope whoever listens to this enjoys a uh, and Sy- Syndicate and
0: uh, <laughs> off to you, Jason. <laughs> Alright, well, you will be able to find us at our website that we will figure out in the next couple of days. Um, (laughs) After you've listened to this, we'll have a YouTube channel where we put this up. Uh, We have several different members, part of Tekkoden Syndicate. Um, So we'll be bringing them on as we go. We're hoping to be able to collaborate with other creators uh, on TikTok and Instagram platforms. So, we just hope you enjoy this and you have a good day slash night. Yes,
3: we do. Yes, we do. And you remember, like one great wise man said, do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> See you later, guys. You know, try the best we can and do what you love. If you don't just do it, build. it's built, you know, just built, you know, no matter what. Don't let nobody stop you. Oh, good night, gentlemen.
0: Good night, guys. Good, good night. night. Alright, before we all go Gundam. off, I am really excited about the Rika I don't care how much people like <laughs> say how much this how much this mobile suit sucks as in general, but I am actually super stoked to build it. I cannot wait. Like I've had high new Gundam for like six months now, and I am still gonna build this over that.
4: <laughs> hey, Jay.
3: See This is my first SD oh, that nice. I got when nice. I restarted. So if you look at everything, it's spray paint.
0: Like That's nice. Acrylic so,
3: painting. So. You no,
0: know, I thought about spray. I thought about spray painting um, instead of doing airbrushing because just because airbrushing has been a pain in the ass to me. That's because I'm using an old airbrush with an old hose and stuff like that. Everything was well, given to me, so I can't really complain. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully next podcast we can talk about uh, about customizing and kind of getting into uh, like scribing and stuff like that. Because I feel like that's something that's been a little difficult for me to really get into. I, I, it's more intimidating than anything, I guess, just because. I don't really know how to go about it. Like, I've read about it. Like, I look at the shapes, but it's like, I don't know. I, I'm afraid to mess it up, I guess, and to ruin my gump love. But, you know, it's all part of it, I suppose.
0: For, for me, I've never really been in, too into uh, in describing. I'm just because I like the anim, anime accurate look. Right. So having mm. smooth edges and stuff doesn't uh, is actually good for me um because I mean especially with the Gpo one perfect grade I'm I'm not you guys have seen I've, I've shown you guys pictures of what I've been doing and I am not doing much at all if not anything when it comes to panel lining and stuff just because it's so detailed already it's like I don't have to do a whole lot with it I don't want to
1: okay. I'm not even going a top coat.
0: But that's be- also because of supply issue. Because that would be expensive to top coat. <laughs> <laughs> Taking all right. the armor plates off, I, I would mm-hmm. use at least two or three cans, and you know that's expensive. <laughs>
3: so I will let you guys go. I'm gonna go take a-
0: care of the little,
3: the little one, and see you guys in the next, po- in the next, the next podcast.
0: See you guys later. Um.